Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a three-stripe white belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu brown belt obsessed with jujitsu. And in this episode, we're doing a little follow-up to the episode that we did recently about what it takes to be a good coach. And it's your birthday. Oh, yeah. It's we're dropping this episode a day <laughs> early on my 50th birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. It's a big one. It is a big one. Yeah. How do you feel about doing jujitsu at 50? Uh, basically the same as I felt at 49. Right. I mean... <laughs> It's just as overwhelming and intimidating and sometimes awesome as it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how class goes today. <laughs> I might have to do a follow up on the Instagram story. And how do I really feel? Jiu-jitsu at 50. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, a couple of the guys were going in class the other day, uh, Drew and Daniel. And, you know, Drew was doing just awesome and afterwards I was like how old are you you know like just yeah man you're doing so good and he's 44 and Daniel's 24 and I was like yeah that's that's impressive like you were putting it on him and I mean there's a <laughs> 20 year age difference yeah I'm just impressed by that like and then I was like so what do you eat what kind of vitamins do you take and he was like do you have suggestions I was like no I just want your regimen <laughs> I was like no I'm jealous that's what it really is yeah yeah definitely I can tell a difference on the rare occasions when I do get to roll with someone more my age and then, you know, rolling with the youngsters. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different kind of role for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's good. I feel like, I feel like if I just kind of use them as the benchmark, then great. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Jiu-Jitsu kind of keeps you young, you know, like obviously mm -hmm. you have some aches and pains, whatever, like you're active. Right. So that's going to happen. But um, yeah. you, you're able to move better than you probably would be without jujitsu and you're stronger. And so there's a lot of ways that it keeps you young. And I'm really just having so much fun with it. I think I think with age, you kind of get that caring less about stuff mm -hmm. and what yeah. people are going to think and yeah, do I look like a fool out here half the time? Maybe, but <laughs> it's like I'm having fun. I'm learning stuff. So it doesn't really matter because everybody else out on the mat has gone through the exact same thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm just not even worried about it anymore. That's good. That's good. So something yeah. else big is happening today. Oh, right. And other big news today, I am dropping my first record that's so awesome it's something that i've talked about doing forever for years and then it finally came about as a result of the uka daily dispatch podcast that i did where my goal was just to write a little happy ditty and put it out into the world in podcast format in these really short two to three minute episodes so i'll have a link to that podcast in the episode uh in the show notes and then i will also have a link to band camp and uh you can listen to the record there and buy it or you can stream it in apple music or spotify or wherever you stream your music it should be there today we'll see 
if it actually makes it. I know it's it's in the process and getting very close. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And do we just look up uh, international superstar Jen Eads or <laughs> it's not under international superstar yet? Oh, okay, it's okay. just under Jen Eads, J E N E D D S. Great. Great. I'm so excited. We got to see Thanks, you perform a couple weeks ago and it was awesome. Some of those songs I was like, I feel like this could be my anthem right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Oh, good. That's that's awesome. I mean, that's what it should be. It should be fun. And uh, it's been really nice to kind of get back into going out and playing shows again and being in front of a live crowd so yeah i'm pretty excited about it it's a good day yeah it's a very good day it's a good it's day. A very good day to be 50 and drop an album yeah that's awesome that's very cool <laughs> okay so i guess on to the subject for today which is kind of our follow-up to being a good coach um we received lots of messages from that episode and um some of the messages were people asking specifically what it took to be a good kids coach mm-hmm so, of course, I went to the role model page and asked <laughs> the role models what they thought. What was funny was when I first got the message, the first one asking about how to be a good kids coach, I was like, uh. <laughs> I had just taught a kids class like a couple days before, and I'm not our kids coach. Our kids coach is amazing, very great with the kids, and I stepped in uh, and taught his class for him and I was just like oh my gosh he's a saint <laughs> what's the biggest challenge for you from the coaching perspective for kids uh-huh it's like herding cats um so I, <laughs> I taught the three to five year old class so it's constantly just like wrangling them back in and trying to keep them on task it's only a 30 minute class and it just is you know there's always one kid just running around screaming and um just yeah, it's it's crazy. And you just try to keep them together as much as possible and focus on the ones that are doing the right thing and really celebrate the things they're doing well. And yeah, it's I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I think I definitely would do better with like the older kids, you know, like the kids that you can like kind of have a conversation with or uh huh feel more comfortable like it's hard to tell a three-year-old build a house because you're being crazy like you're three of course you're crazy that's just in your nature (laughs) (laughs) exactly so it's you know I'm glad it's not me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so I think like really the biggest thing for a kid's coach is patience Mm -hmm. just being able to be patient with the kids and not lose your cool um, because they are going to test you like they're gonna see what they can get away with they're gonna be crazy it's just part of it and I think like love for the kids like honestly Mm -hmm. like loving the kids you you have to love children in general to be able to teach kids I think Um, you can't be somebody who hates kids like it'll just never go well yeah yeah (laughs) Um, we actually had a coach that was a very strict coach for a while he was just a real strict kids coach and I just one day kind of looked in class and there were like three kids in there and I was like, he has murdered this class. He mm-hmm. took all the joy out of it. He, you could tell he just didn't super like kids unless they were like in their place and doing their thing and you know, like what exactly yeah. what they're supposed to do. And so we just replaced him and now there are 35 kids in class. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the half pints, the three to five year olds, it's usually like six to 10, but the uh-huh. older kids, there's about 35, 40 kids in class. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of kids to wrangle. It too. is. It is. And the good thing like for us is, you know, Coach Manny's the head coach. He's the one teaching it, all of that. But every parent that does jujitsu is also on the mat. So oh, nice. there are, you know, probably four or five assistant coaches in every class, which I think is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And like we have Callie who said uh, she wants to be a coach. Like she, she was helping coach at one of the tournaments and she was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a coach. And I was like, well, you you know, you're 12. You start with the kids. Start by helping yeah. the kids. Like that's a good way. So Morgan helps out with the kids. Like he's in the kids class, but he's also, you know, helping with the kids class too. So it's good. Teaches them leadership skills. Exactly. And especially at that age, it's so cool that that's it's another way for them to be able to contribute too, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's kind of a balance between being strict or firm, you know, like you have to mm-hmm. get them to do what you want them to do while at the same time having fun, you know, like it has to be joyful for them to want to do it. Right. Otherwise the parents are fighting with them to get them to even come to class. I get that. I mean, if I wasn't finding the joy in it, even as an adult, I wouldn't go. Exactly. Exactly. So you like allow them to, you know, have a little bit of time to talk and play and stuff like that because them making friendships in class is what makes them want to come and train. Like it makes them want to come to class because they're like, oh, I have to see my friend Johnny, you know, like whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, (laughs) you're like, well, I told Mariah I'd be in class today, so I better show up. (laughs) Exactly. Or she will do mean things to me the next time I am in class. (laughs) (laughs) Or she'll just be sad and you hate when she's sad. Oh, that's almost worse. (laughs) Right? Honestly. Yes. (laughs) Um, What I thought it was funny, Jax posted in the thread uh, about how to be a good kids coach that obviously sound effects were important. Yes. Of course. So still, yes, sound effects are very important. And then one of our moms at the school um, said she has, you know, two boys that are in jujitsu and they're very different kids. And so she really appreciates how how good our coaches are about catering it to each of them, which is tough Mm -hmm. when there are 35 different kids in class. But just being able to kind of know, you know, what kids need that kind of more firm voice or you know whatever or Uh that need that more like great job high five you know like just extra you know kids are different and I think I mean that's with an adult coach too you know like you have Mm -hmm. to be able to know what motivates people or what helps them through the tough times I also think it's important especially when you have the like parent coaches out there to see both moms and dads out there Mm mm-hmm I feel like we have a lot of girls in kids class because they see women training. So like it's kind of that like representation matters. Oh, it does for sure. Yeah. I think kids games are important. I mean, like I know that sounds silly, but like it is a way to reward them. It is a way to have fun. So typically at the end of every class and for Manny, I think at the beginning of classes, like before actual class starts, he lets them go out and play dodgeball or whatever. Oh, that sounds fun. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I always tell the parents in the lobby because like we have open like windows. And so I Mm -hmm. always tell the parents, I'm like, whether you want to or not, you are playing. (laughs) That ball will come through those windows. (laughs) No glass or plexiglass in them. Heads up. (laughs) I love it. Keep them keep them on their toes. But, you know, like we let them play a game at the end if they were good and they worked hard and everything. 
And my rule when I was teaching kids classes was if you asked for a game, we didn't play. And the reason that I set that rule is because they'd spend the whole class being like, are we going to play a game? What game are we going to play? You know, like just talking about that. Yeah. Like, You have to focus on jujitsu. If you can show me you can focus on jujitsu, then at the end, you'll be rewarded with a game. Nice. Oh, one thing I really liked, Alyssa Bullock posted that in their kids' classes, they kind of do like a mat chat on being a better human being. So like uh, one kid's class, they'll talk about like nutrition or they'll talk about being kind, working hard, commitment, anti-bullying, any of that kind of stuff. I thought that was such a great idea, like having a theme for the class or the week or the month. And maybe having like some handouts to go along with that. Like, hey guys, you know, parents in the month of October, we're going to focus on nutrition with your kids. So, you know, if they're talking about, hey, coach so-and-so said, I need to get in a vegetable tonight at dinner, or the parents can use that. Like the parents use that a right. lot. Like, you're, I'm going to tell your coach you're not eating your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think like, I love the idea of starting out each month with a theme and kind of talking about that during classes. Like, I think I'd like to implement that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, like the month of November could be like gratitude, talking about all the things you're thankful for. And you could spend, you know, the first five minutes of class while they're stretching, going around the room, talking about what they're thankful for. Oh, that's a great idea. I love that. I am a little woo-woo. It's just what it is. (laughs) I think that's why this works. Exactly. This <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think those are all like, I think the main thing is you have to care about the kids. I think that's the biggest thing. You just have to care about the kids. They have to know that you care. It's like that old adage, like people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Kids are that way. Oh, big that's time. good. Yeah. Yeah. So any other thoughts on what you think would make a good kids coach? Uh, me not coaching them is where I would start. <laughs> don't don't put me down for that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, which is funny because like when I think about all the stuff I've done at Girls Rock, yeah, I could totally do it. Yeah, well, not, not jujitsu because you know I know how to play guitar. Not know how to do jujitsu as well as play guitar. So. Yeah, but the thing is, the kids don't know jujitsu either. You know, like it's the same thing. I mean, really, like it's the same thing when I started teaching women. I was a blue belt and I thought, like, do I have any business teaching these women? I'm just a blue belt. Yeah. But I knew the basics. You can literally teach kids an arm bar from guard for a solid month and only half of them are going to have it at the end of the month. Like, <laughs> um, You know, like we work as adults. I, you guys working on pendulum sweeps for oh, like two solid weeks. And at the end, I was like, all right, show me a pendulum sweep. <laughs> but I mean, what? <laughs> but really, you just have to know the basics. You have to be able to teach them how to do a sit-up sweep and how to do a Kimura and the, the very basics, which are all things you absolutely know. Yes, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that seems like a good basis. If you guys have any questions or thoughts that you'd like to share with us, please, you know, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, send us a message. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. So on and off the mat tip for this week. Because somebody, I think it might have been Rachel, sent a message or commented. She's like, there is no on and off the mat tip in the last episode. (gasps) I was like, oh, my God, people really do pay attention. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) No, I'm glad you're paying attention. (laughs) 
we just I remember so, at the end of the last one we're like oh we can skip it it's fine yeah <laughs> guess not no, apparently they want their on and off the mat tip yeah they need their rider yeah. downers <laughs> exactly what do you have for us well I mean off the mat kind of on the mat I don't know how to put this um okay. I think one good tip so we were recently at a tournament and I dubbed everybody coaches right remember I yes. said if you can't find a coach grab anybody you can they can call time they can call points whatever so I guess one of my tips is great I appreciated that I think everybody did an amazing job but when the coach shows up to start coaching don't coach over them so that's, a, I think, a huge thing. Like, do not coach over the person that is sitting there coaching. If you want to help them, your job is more to repeat them. So, you know, for me, I know I'm loud. So if I'm not the actual coach in that moment, you know, if Coach Chris is coaching somebody, then he might say something and I might repeat it louder <laughs> just mm -hmm. to make sure that they hear. But, you know, if he's yeah. coaching, it is not my job to coach over him. And... um we were, uh, Rissa was coaching one of our girls and this guy uh, behind her was like, go to Neon Belly. And we both turned around. We're like, she's in half guard. <laughs> like, like <laughs> not your job, man. She's got this. It's cool. Like, <laughs> so just, you know, don't coach over the coach that's sitting there. Like, I don't know if you consider that on the mat or off the mat because it kind of both but that's that's a big tip i have you for should you. get you should get <clears throat> bonus points for doing one that's on and off the mat. that's what i think i think i think that works great <laughs> yeah and the tournament was great it was so much fun to go out and see people like actually competing and putting all of this stuff into practice man it was so great i was so proud of everybody everybody did such a great job um the coaches were amazing like you know i was running around you know trying to make sure i got everyone and i would see somebody competing and i'd run over and i'd be like great you know brister's there ryan's there you know manny's there whatever like i was very impressed at our coaches <clears throat> one of my favorite moments of the day was this like six-year-old was starting and there wasn't a coach around. And so this little boy who was 11 sat down to coach him. And That's amazing. I thought it was so cute. And then, you know, Coach Manny got there within 30 seconds of the match starting and the kid just uh -huh. sat next to him, you know, like, but I just thought that was so cool that this like 11-year-old was like, yeah, let's do this. Come on, let's go. So... Oh, that's totally a highlight of the day. Yeah, yeah. It was really cute. I was just so proud of that kid. I love it that on your birthday, you're coaching jujitsu tournaments. And on my birthday, I'm dropping records. Yeah, that feels like very us. Way to spend our birthdays. <laughs> right? Just doing the things that we love. That's right. <laughs> that's, it's a kind of like a, our balance of being Libras, right? We're, we're doing our, yes. our love, uh, you know, our work and our celebrating. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we'll just call this the birthday podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> We're having a great month. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to do fall stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can keep up with us and all of our adventures on Instagram. You'll find us hanging out for the podcast at Beauty in the Gee podcast. And I'm out there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you go. And you can also join the Beauty in the Gee gang on Facebook and connect us. You can connect with us there. I mean, I don't think you can send AJ any more friend requests because she's kind of maxed that out. I think out, I have like eight. You got eight left? Eight spots That's open. awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and frankly, it's time to clean house. <laughs> Let's 
friend a few people. <laughs> Friends, I have plenty of room in my friend count. So send me a friend request if you listen to the podcast and just let me know that you listen to the podcast because I always like to see you know, who's paying attention? Who are we going to get the next message from that's like, hey, there was no on and off the mat tip this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And we will see you on the mat.